Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. I am here live with my buddy Alex. It's a nice Sunday morning. Alex, what's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? Happy Father's Day to every father out there. Oh, I, I thought you were saying Happy Father's Day to me. I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry to break it to you. but <laughs> No baby yet. Yeah, no baby yet. But, um, yeah, it's a nice little Sunday morning. Um, today we are finally going to be talking about our Incredibles 2. We are, we are going to do a re- quick review of The Incredibles 2. Non-spoilers for right now. We're just going to go straight through the movie and just talk about what we like and what we didn't like. Talk about if it stood up to the first one, if it was better than the first one, and you know we'll dive into all that. So first off, Alex, we'll get your initial thoughts on the movie. What'd you think? Uh, really, 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 really liked it. Uh, not as good as the first one, but still, I think it's. I think for Pixar sequels, it's top tier Pixar sequels. I would have to agree. I um say I think that. As far as um, Pixar sequels go, I still think down, down, you know, um, like I still think the number one like trilogy or sequel is still for me Toy Story, the Toy Story trilogy. Yeah. But, yep. but, um, you know, Incredibles two comes comes to a close second. Maybe you can add Finding Finding Dory in there, but yeah. In- Incredibles two was really was a really fun ride, and I had a lot of fun with it. It wasn't like when I when I left the theater, I don't know. It wasn't like what I was expecting. You know, I was expecting a lot more of the uh, of the emotional weight of how the first film, you know, how the first film came about with the emotional weight between um, Helen and um, and Bob and the family in general and and the villain in um, Syndrome. So. Overall, you know, I did think it was a fun movie, and I did, I do think that it's one of the best sequels in general, best sequels out there, you know, in a long time. So, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get started on stuff that we liked. So, what did you, what, and what stood out in the movie for you? Uh, Jack, Jack stole the show. Best part of the movie. Uh, for anybody thinking that Jack, Jack was kind of underutilized in the first one, uh. People might make the argument that he's overutilized in this, but I think I think whenever he's on screen, he just he steals the show. It's 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 comedic gold. Right. See, I agree. I, I agree a lot with that. I think after the movie, this is when we were um we were you know kind of have a little kind kind of having a little bit of a debate. But yeah. as far as Jack Jack, I loved what everything that he, they were doing with Jack Jack in the first hour and like 20 minutes and then i felt like by the end i i felt like you know a lot of his quote-unquote powers were just coming out of nowhere and say you know for like in sake of the story and what was happening in the story at that time so i i i did i i did think like you know i loved seeing like all the powers that you saw in the first one at the end you saw him become a little demon baby and you and you saw him become the you know like a kind of like a baby version of the human torch and all that stuff, yeah. and I love that. There's a scene in particular with like with Jack Jack and like something else, <laughs> and I love that yeah. scene. I don't know what I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I love sort of. I love the scene with him with him just running, you know, just all his powers are just coming out all in one moment. So I did enjoy yeah. Jack Jack for the most part. So um yeah, we'll dive into some other things I enjoy. Other things I enjoyed for from the movie was. 
I just enjoyed the the chemistry and I I love the chemistry in the family, of course. You know, it's yeah. like it's your average family but with superpowers. And I enjoy that. I, I enjoyed the storytelling of as far as um as as far as these uh this this corporation they want to bring superheroes back into the light. And to do that, they figure the best way is Elastigirl because automatically people can resonate with a female superhero. And that's a female superhero saving the day. And I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the roles reversed. I mean, you can say that it's really similar to what the first one did, but just the roles reversed. But I, did, I, I, I do think as far as execution, they executed it really well. Uh, yeah, I really, I really like that family dynamic. Uh, the family dynamic played a big role in the first one. It plays a big role in this one, but I mean, you could people will probably say it's kind of a rehash or just kind of like the roles are reversed. But I mean, dude, Brad Bird's a genius. Like he knows how to write it to perfection. Like, yeah, that's that's why it worked in this. Like I kind of like, I kind of like the fact that uh, Mr. Incredible was like the stay-at-home dad. He had to take care of Violet. He had to take care of Jack. Jack. He had to take care of Dash. It was just seeing that all come together for him was really interesting, and that added a lot of the family dynamic to it. While Elastic Girl is like off on her own adventure, um, and the thing, the thing that I liked about it too is it was like, you know, I'm not gonna get into spoilers, but like, so Elastic Girl's off on her adventure. You have Mister Incredible be like, well, why can't that be me? It's like, I, I want to. It's kind of like the first one where it's like I want to relive the glory days, you know. Right, and and even when um th this part was all was all in the trailer. So even when like even when the guy um let me pull up um what the guy I don't want to keep saying the guy, but I forget <laughs> I'm forgetting what this um his name was uh he oh Winston Dever uh Winston yeah. Dever you know when him and his sister Evelyn Dever. When they approached, you know, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, you know, at first, you know, Mr. Incredible is assuming that, oh, automatically he's going to ask him to be, you know, the face of what they're trying to do. But they ask Mrs. Incredible and um, Elastigirl. And I really enjoyed that aspect of seeing, you know, his thoughts, his thoughts and his reaction, you know, on, on, on like them choosing her. But I also liked how... At the end of the day, he wanted to be supportive, and he didn't complain, and he didn't like like lash out on her, and that, but that he, you know, he was very supportive of it. I really liked that as well. So yeah, yeah I, did. I did too. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed those parts about it. I enjoyed um Brad Bird's direction. Brad Bird once again proves why he should just be signed on to make the next Fantastic Four movie. I mean, yeah, it's basically. just, it, it's basically a given. Like, you know, you might as well. This guy has given us the best um, superhero, superhero, you know, Fantastic Four team up that we, we've always wanted. And it was really great. And I loved how it start off with, from the end, it starts off from the, uh, the end of the first film and it picks you right back into it. And I, I was talking to my buddy, a buddy of mine, um, my buddy James yesterday, Who's, who did the uh, double feature, and he said that he appreciated the move the the movie more, right? You know, seeing it right after the first Incredibles. So I thought yeah. that was really interesting, interesting and stuff like that. So yeah, any 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 other thoughts on the things that you enjoyed about the film? 
Um, the action sequences were fun. There's a lot more of them than in the first one. I thought that those were really fun. They were unique. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, right. I thought, yeah, the action was really good. It picks up right on an awesome action, action scene, which I really enjoyed. And, you know, as yeah. far as, like, the family... Uh, as far as the family, you know, getting into action, I loved all that. You know, I just loved all the all the uh, new characters. I love once again, uh, Frozone had a bigger, bigger, yeah, yeah he's, he's a good part. right. He had a bigger part in this film, and I really enjoyed his role and what he was doing. He kind of played like he he played kind of like an uncle who lives close by, you know, that yeah. comes over, yeah. makes sure makes sure everything's not going to shit. And I really, I really enjoyed that as well. So yeah, so we'll get into, we'll get into now some things that we felt that didn't work. More specifically, what I felt that didn't work. Alex, I didn't know if there was anything for you that you know didn't work at all, um, or could have been well, better. It didn't necessarily did not work, but I, I do think it could have been a little bit better. I mean. But it's always hard to follow up Syndrome as a villain. Uh, and that was uh, Screen Slaver um, as the villain. Uh, not that I not that I think Screen Slaver's a bad villain. I think it's a really good villain. It's just following up Syndrome, where Syndrome just had more of, like, that, like, oh, like, I was your biggest fan, and, like, you neglected me, so now, like, I hate superheroes, and becoming everything, like, you wanted me to, that I wanted to be because of you, but, like, just evil. Like, it didn't have that emotional part. Like, you couldn't resonate with this villain like you could with Syndrome. Yeah, but, I agree. Again, I, I don't think Screen Slaver is a bad villain. I I mean, it's predictable as to who it is, uh, but other than that, I think that's probably my main issue with the movie. I don't think I, I don't I don't really think there's anything else that stands out that I think was, that I didn't like or could have been done better. Right, I um, I agree with you on the, for the most part. So mm -hmm. I won't say I wouldn't go as far as saying that Screen Slaver was even a good villain. I would say he's a very passable villain. Like you can say like villains in the MCU, most of them. You know, now with the last, now with the last couple of villains that we've been getting in the MCU, as far as you know, Killmonger and Thanos, and even I even enjoyed Hela a lot. But yeah, you can, yeah. oh, oh, and I also even enjoyed, I enjoyed Vulture. But yeah. you can, you can say that a lot of their movies, they, you wouldn't necessarily, you have bad villains in their movies, but you also have passable villains that okay, it does the job, gets, you know, gets the story across, whatever. And that's what I felt like, uh, that's what I felt like Screen Slaver was. I felt like, you know, I felt like what, what he brought behind, you know, what his, I felt like he didn't really have that much of a motive. His motive yeah. wasn't really clear, but I understood what he was, you know, getting, getting by, I, I understood what he was trying to do, but I would yeah. just call, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't necessarily call him a good villain. I would just say he's passable and he does the job for what the movie's you know what the movie is about. And I did think I would agree with you that the reveal you saw, you the reveal of who it was and you know who's behind the mask, you saw miles away, you know? So it's just like I guess that that's probably what I meant by it didn't really work for me. 
But it didn't. What it didn't do is that it didn't tarnish the story. It didn't tarnish the movie. Right. You know, the movie is still a strong movie, even with the the villain being so so passable in my eyes. Um, other things that other the other and the only thing that I thought that I thought that didn't work obviously was you know everything I said about Jack Jack and I I, I love Jack Jack about the first hour and twenty minutes of the film and I, then I thought. I thought that it was going a bit like I thought it was going a bit too, to okay you know I get it he he has a bunch of powers but let's not just throw powers in there for the sake of the moment you know it takes away the importance of this character because I I I would love to see what he does if they make a third one you know I would love to keep seeing what he's you know I I would love to keep seeing him evolve and turn into what I would assume that he is so I'm excited for that so. I guess coming out of the movie, those are the only two things that really didn't that really didn't sit well with me because I guess I held this movie to a really 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 high standards. Like we said, it's been 14 years since the first one, and what I hate is that you know obviously the topic is just going to be is it better than the first one? Is it this? Is it this and that from the first one? And I don't think it's fair. But you know you had you had audiences waiting this long, and you were chugging out movies like The Good Dinosaur and Cars Three and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna have fans wait that long, then you know everything needs to come come together and like as like the first one did. It, it's just crazy because like the movie theater. Each time I've gone to the theaters, you know, I was talking to James yesterday. He he works at. The um he works at uh one of the AMC's and it was crowded, it was crowded with adults, with kids you know, but mostly adults who 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 were like our who were like fifteen sixteen or like twelve and ten when this when the first one came out, so you know you you waited you know it's like it's it's been a long time so that's why that's maybe why some of those little things really didn't sit well with me 100%, but overall, I thought it was a really fun movie, I thought it was really good, I thought Brad Bird direct, directed another well-done movie, the animation of these films continue to get better, and better, and better, and it's just, yes. yeah, I, it's just, yeah, it was, it was, I still had a really, really fun time, and I still, I still had a blast with it, so any, any last thoughts on the movie? I, I had a real fun blast with it too. Uh, I just want I just want to throw this out there. I don't yeah, know yeah. Why I'm gonna throw it out there? But uh, I mean, Brad Bird himself even stated that he's like he's like yeah, it's not as good as the first one. This is just a fun popcorn movie. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah. That's a little bit of the feeling I got, but I I still really 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 like the movie. Right. I I enjoyed the movie as well. So we'll we'll end it off with some grades. And I will give this movie. I'd give it. I'd give it another. I'll give it an A minus, just because of those little things. Those little things that I mentioned that I feel like could have been better. But the good thing about those little things was that it in it did not, you know, mess the tarnish them what the movie was becoming. It didn't go like, oh my god, well this part, you know, took me right out of it. None of it took me out of the movie. But I did, I did really, really enjoy it. So yeah, what's your, what's your grade and why? Uh, I'm going A uh, because I, I really liked everything in this movie. Uh, but it's just like I said, the villain wasn't bad. I still thought the villain was good. It was just a bit predictable as to who it was. Right. And I gotta agree, I gotta agree with you. There wasn't really a clear motive, and there wasn't that 
emotional heft with this villain that we had in Syndrome. But other than that, I liked everything. So, yeah, hey, for me. Yeah, okay. So, that was our Incredibles 2 movie review. A couple of um, notes about the movie is that so far, it is it's tracking today. You know, this weekend, 180 million. So I guess that's wow. so I, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah, that's that, that that's quite a lot. So I'm actually glad that it's making this much. You know, I'm actually glad that yeah. it's going to be doing this well because uh, one of the things coming you know going into the movie was that I just hoped that it will succeed and break records and do really well, and I'm glad it did. And so maybe. Maybe this will want her like a third one faster than when we got the second one. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely. yeah. So you know, we'll end it right there. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on the Facebook page. You can you guys can follow us here and download here on Podbean. And make sure you guys also we uploaded our uh, first video, our first podcast feed on the uh, Castbox Castbox app as well. So you can check that out. Check us out over there. So, um, thank you for joining us, Alex. Where can they find you on your YouTube page? Uh, YouTube, my name, Facebook, my name, uh, Twitter, at Alex underscore Madden underscore, capital A, capital M. Instagram, uh, at Alex underscore Madden underscore 414. No capitals in my name. And same thing with Stardust, but capital A, capital M in my name. Right. So, we'll end it right there. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for clicking on this play button. Thank you guys for listening this far. Go check out go check out The Incredibles 2. You'll have a really fun time with it. If you have kids, of course, bring them. And yeah, we'll end it right there. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.